Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Assalamu alaikum, folks. Um, this evening I'm not speaking from the Zawiya. I'm out with my sons uh, in the felt. Uh, I would, however, to, like to take the opportunity to talk a little bit about my response to um, Ali Anwar Sahab and about this issue of being willing to take a risk uh, when, in a sense, you're being bullied by somebody who is superior to you, particularly in a workplace or uh, even in any other context, in, in, a, in, a, in a close relationship. And um, I indicated to him that I thought that uh, uh, when one, when you know, that one shouldn't, one shouldn't, con- one shouldn't make the the adage that uh, discretion is the better part of valor true in instances like this. You shouldn't allow yourself to get bullied. Um, you, you know, I, I think it is appropriate to call people out and to stop these toxic kind of interactions. And particularly if, um, you know, I mean, if it's just a one-off interaction with somebody being, being a bit of a, uh, being a bit of a bully, then and you can move on from there and you won't see the person again. That's one thing. But if you're in a longer-term relationship with this person, um, the, the sooner you confront the behavior, the better. Because... In a sense, you'll just be, you, the same challenge will be visited on you repeatedly until you confront the issue. Um, and normally, when you confront it later, the damage is more. The sooner you confront the, the behavior, the better. Um, it also occurs to me that the reason why we often don't do this, we don't confront behavior that we think is bullying or toxic, is because we we kind of have a vested interest in the status quo. We don't want to upset the apple cart because what we have now is something we can manage. So, for instance, I don't want to face down a bullying boss. I don't want to face down a bullying spouse. Or I don't want to face down a bullying uh, uh, family member because, um, in a sense, I have too much vested uh, too much vested interest in the current status quo. And I would feel that if I did confront the person, I would go, I would lose control over um, my, the, uh, the, uh, the sort of situation that I'm in. I would uh, be exposing myself. I would be at the mercy of other than me. Um, I would be in the control of other than me. The truth is exactly the opposite. You... When you confront people who you should confront, you aren't. You are. You're actually. You're taking back your own sense of autonomy. Um, you are removing yourself from the control of others. And I think it's very important to remember that your life only hums when there's a sense of of being a little bit on the wild side. If you've got everything under control, if you're behaving just right and everything's just working fine and every relationship is just twee, I think that you're probably in a very um, uh, moribund and static situation. But when you're in a situation you feel that you're a little bit out of control, 
that there's too many variables to manage and that you're therefore sort of having to, at some level, fly by the seat of your pants. That's exactly when you're in the position to call on the Nasr of Allah. You know, and um, uh, why would you need the help of your Rabb if, you if you're in charge of the matter? And um, what, puts you, what puts you in need of your Rabb is that you, on occasion, act in such a way that while it's the right thing to do, you're no longer in charge of the matter. And this gets expressed in many ways. I mean, um, I recently had an, indica- uh, an interaction with a man who have the highest regard for, uh, um, who, who we've been trying to, <coughs> I beg your pardon, we've been trying to uh, uh, send him some funds. And um, uh, we found all sorts of exchange control problems. We, for some reason, we found it really difficult to do it through Western Union. So I, I asked the man to, uh, you know, send me an invoice. And um, uh, for, for the amount, because then we can do it as a, as a transaction. I didn't think it was an illegitimate transaction because, I mean, you know, we use the man in consulting. But his view was that that, that was not the right thing to do. So So he was quite willing to put his own uh, well-being at risk uh, for, uh, for what he considers to be the right thing. You know, um, I mean, uh, dare I say I disagree with the person, but I mean, you can't but honor uh, the, uh, the, 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 the attitude and the, the if you like, the, uh, the, the commitment of this person, the steel of this person. So I think it's completely appropriate to sometimes act in ways which might be a little bit unsettling and and not um, and almost a little bit disruptive and um, and disagreeable even um, even particularly to people who you who you have dependencies with and don't, it's not about doing it deliberately it's about understanding that you then are are acting in such a way that you're listening to what's in your heart you're acting on the basis of what you sense is correct. And by doing that, you're putting yourself at risk. And it's that putting yourself at risk, which is where the sweet spot is. When we are able to put ourselves at risk, we also then are able to open ourselves up to the mercy of the Rabb. We're also able to put ourselves in the position to, to observe the intervention of the Rabb. You know, when things are out of control, uh, out of our control, we can see a bigger pattern a bigger and more benign pattern unfolding that we can't account for ourselves. And that thrill, I honestly believe, that thrill of seeing a benign pattern unfolding, which is actually demonstrably in our interest, one which we cannot account for on the basis of our own ingenuity. That is why we're alive. That is why Rab made us. And when we have those experiences, we actually are, are, are sailing close to the wind, to the peak experience of being human. May Allah grant us nearness to him, may grant us annihilation in him, may grant us death before we die. In Allah, we will be able to do it. We